Hi there, and welcome along to the Camping Trade World podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be speaking to Benjamin Bauer. He is the CEO of caravan, motorhome and RV door manufacturing expert, Conrad Bauer. Now, Benjamin gives us an insight into how he helped turn this small startup business into a growing international player in the industry with clients as prestigious as Hymer. It hasn't always been easy, but Ben has some really interesting insight into how to make hard times work for you and how to learn something from them. It's really interesting and there are some really good uh, business ethos takeaways from this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. In case you missed it, we have just launched the fourth issue of our free digital B2B magazine covering the camping and RV industries globally. It features a 12-page roundup from the recent Caravan Salon show in Dusseldorf, Germany, as well as loads of other useful insight, news and trends that could help boost your business. If you haven't already checked it out, please head over to www.campingtradeworld.com and click the magazine tab at the top of the page to read. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy the podcast. Here's Ben. Well, thank you for coming on to the podcast, Ben. Thank you, David, for having me. No problem, no problem at all. Um, so I thought we could just start with, uh, for those people who don't know about your company, uh, about Bauer, uh, perhaps you could give us a, a quick overview of the company's history and, and you know, a little bit about yourselves. Yeah, um, our company, the company Bauer, was uh, founded 2007, by my father, we are producing entrance doors and storage doors for RVs and caravans. That's uh, our basic work. And uh, the thing we do since 2008 in a serial delivery to um, bigger manufacturers, uh, we do a lot for Heimer. Um, we, uh, we grew really from zero. So uh, our company in 2007 is uh, really made out of a garage. Um, we, when I remember back uh, our the first aluminum profiles, we bended uh, to make the first small um, gas doors were bended by hand. So uh, we were really <laughs> uh, nowadays uh, a real startup. And um, yeah, we just. Um, did what we could and uh, constantly uh, working on our stuff. And um, we supplied companies like Heimer um, and they were, they were happy with the quality and um, with the service we did. And then constantly they asked us to do, to do more. And um, for us, this was a good chance to grow constantly. So um, uh, we came out from the garage uh, and rented a production facility and constantly grew um, to a to a size of 25 to 30 people in 2014, where we uh, started to have an eye on a new production facility, and uh, that was also a big step in our in our history. Um, we uh, made a, our own production facility here in South Germany now with 4,000 square meters. 
and um, we switched to there in in 2016 and yeah that was a big step for for us for the for the future um, it was the step where you really have to make a commitment to what you are doing uh, so yeah and we were in a good way in a positive uh, direction and um, yeah for for us uh, also the step here was something to also show to the to the market and to all customers or possible customers um, that we are a company that's uh, focusing on constant growth on uh, sustainability um, and to to be a solid partner and um, we see now in in the in the past that more and more uh, companies are, are looking for a partner like that. So um, for now, we are 40 people uh, in production and um, we, yeah, constantly uh, grow and making the steps forward. Um, you, you said that the company was was started by a father. So if it's kind of a, a family business, I guess, um, a, a, is there other members of the family involved or is it just you? Um, yeah, it's, Absolutely family business. Uh, my father, who's still owner and um, mm-hmm. working here. My my wife is working here. My youngest brother used uh, to work here before he uh, started studying. Also in the past, uh, two, three different um, people from my family used to used to work here. So it's a it's a real family business. And, Do you think uh, that makes uh, makes a, a difference with with the companies you're working with? Kind of shows that you know, like you say, you were talking about how the company is growing um, in a sort of sustainable way, and the, the fact that it is kind of a family business as well. Do you think that appeals to certain customers? I think it's um, when you work with a family business, it's on a mer- more personal basis. Um, you you have personal contact. The also our customers, um, they know that that I am here. They know that my father is here. It's not that we are, I don't know, have big changes in the the that the, the sales manager is changing every two years or so. Um, so. Yeah, that's something that's really appreciated by um, by our partners on, on both sides, not only uh, on the on the customer side, also on the supplier side, for example. So we also have a very positive experience here, um, and the the network is constantly growing. And in in the complete supply chain, from our supply to us and to the customer, the the work gets more and more better. Because I think the the to have a consistency in because of this family business is a big a big positive point. Mm, yeah, it helps to create kind of stability, doesn't it? And uh, like you said, people know you and they can trust you, and you can build those those personal relationships. So, in terms of your personal career, was this your first job when you started working for your dad, or or did you do some other stuff in the industry, or how how did you end up in this? Yeah, to be honest, it is my first uh, real job. Um, I used to study until 2009. So um, in our the vacations to do uh, from 2007 to 2009. Yeah, when you have a family business, then uh, it's it's normal to uh, help in vacation in, in this business. And it was the same for, for me. Mm-hmm. And 
Also, when I finished study, I tried to get other jobs because the company power, we had, I think, six, six employees to that day. Um, it was too small. Normally, uh, my father was there. I was there for two engineers. It's not enough um, work to do. And yeah, but during uh, me trying to find a, a new job, I was the, the truck driver at our company. And uh, yeah, 2009, we, we all know what 2009 the time was uh, of the financial crisis. Yeah. And um, yeah, we came through it quite okay. And uh, by the time I really did find a, a new job, um, we constantly grow. And uh, I find some yeah, nice ideas to, to, to make this kind of, of work. Um, so not in a, in, a, in a normal job to, to start in the, in the own business. And it was, a, for me, it was, a, after these years, it was sometimes not easy. It was a... <laughs> The hell of a ride, but it was uh, extremely, extremely fun and challenging, and it brought me for for myself and what I experienced in in positive and sometimes also negative ways um, a complete different kind of work. Um, so I really fell for this uh, entrepreneur working and my position or where I am now personally. Um, yeah, it's sticking to the way of the company. Um, we, we grow as a company. We grew personally and uh, also for me. There, when you have your own company, then uh, there are not many excuses. You cannot uh, say, okay, uh, I'm sorry, this is not my fault or anything because in the end, um, you have to, to, to deal with it and uh, you have to check that everything is okay. And um, when you learn something like this, uh, like this, this is a, a big, big part of your personal experience and your life. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay, so um, this is kind of something I've been asking everyone on this podcast recently, and it sounds a little bit like a broken record. But obviously, the last eighteen months have been uh, quite turbulent, um, quite challenging for. For everyone for various different reasons um what what's been your experience of it as a company and how have you how have you met those challenges that have come about because of the pandemic and everything else yeah um, like you say david it was challenging um, it was a very challenging time on the one hand on the other hand uh, i also have to say the uh, last 10 years were challenging it's um mm. we we had to face new challenges but um, it's not so that we did not have challenges in the in the past and uh, yeah absolutely it was a, a time where you do did not know what will happen um, how the market will react how um, the the whole supply chain will will work out and everything so there were moments um, where we also thought okay um what are the most bad cases that can happen? Um, on the positive thing is um, we saw that we have very solid foundations, um, not only in our, in our business here with our team, which I, on this point, I, I really have to, to point out uh, that we have a fantastic team. And in cases like this, you, you see 
uh, and and you feel if it's working good together or or not. And uh, I'm a I'm a lucky guy to to have uh, uh, a team like that. And um, but also in the in the complete uh, again in the complete supply chain, uh, we have the luck to to have a quite solid uh, supply chain. There were troubles and uh, there were some. Uh, partners who did a bit better some had a bit more problems but we we could we could solve it but we also saw how everything is connected Um, we are a supplier in between so we are making components for bigger manufacturers and for example um, we also saw uh, that the problem is when i have a, a perfect supply chain it's not said that my customer also has a perfect supply chain. And uh, when I having the products ready, but the product, uh, uh, the, the OEMs and the RV manufacturers cannot produce as they want, then mm. I do not have any benefits of my, of my uh, good supply chain. So um, we, we experience this, this, this connection more and more. Mm. Um, and it was it was challenging, and uh, but we 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 did solve the, the stuff, and we also made some experiences that are very important for the for the future. Okay. And um, it's a big uh, and an important sentence uh, that that I learned the last the last months is uh, never waste a crisis. And um, okay. we we did that, and with with this crisis. Uh, we are even on a more better way now than maybe we would have been without. That's that's probably one of the most positive uh, ways of explaining it that I've heard. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> it's not you know. <laughs> Thank you. A crisis has happened, but it's about what you learn and what you change and make yourself more yeah set up for for the future. Yeah, it's a really good way of yes. putting it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, okay, well, that kind of leads me on to the next thing I was going to ask about, which is what in the company's history so far, what are the the biggest or the, the successes that you are most proud of um, in recent times? Yeah, uh, I thought a lot about this question. Uh, it's I cannot I cannot point out a, a, a success where I'm very happy about that. There were some really positive things that happened in the past. Um, our growing business at our uh, with our core customers like Heimer, we we uh, do now different markets in the world like France, South Korea, Turkey. It's really positive things happen. We will uh, introduce a new driver cabin door in 2022. A lot of positive things uh, happen, but maybe it sounds strange, but I think the most successful thing we we managed to create was that we found a way during the last two three years to reflect our own work and our work here as entrepreneurs and as people who are creating a a production company it sounds a, a bit strange but to learn to to reflect your actions in a and with some with some background information is such an important point uh, that all success that maybe comes later is uh, just the result of this basis. And uh, we we found a way uh, during the last uh, months and years 
that we that we are sure what our role is and that we are sure what we have to do and that's why i'm in a positive mood for the in a very positive mood for the for the future and maybe in when we have the next podcast in five years uh, i can more uh, say more for sure that uh, this moment was a the, maybe the biggest success yeah definitely um, i think it kind of goes back to what you were saying before about how you've you've you figured out some stuff about the company and about yourselves and and how you're going to take things forward in the future um yeah and i think it is it's a good is is a time to be positive right now i actually just wanted to ask you some about something uh i noticed you you wrote an article uh, recently on on linkedin um which i i read and i, I found it quite um it, it definitely hit a point with me where you were talking about how you recently watched uh the first Kill Bill film, the um, the Tarantino film, and uh, you were talking about the scene where you know she escapes from the hospital and she's in the truck and she's just trying to uh, wiggle her big toe. Um, yeah. And I just thought that that was quite an interesting um, point you were trying to make there. I just wondered if you could maybe just explain that a little bit. This point, it it, it hit me because of the experience we made in the past and also my experience in the last four years, four to five years, um, where we also not always had good times. So uh, we changed uh, our location. We came to the, the new production facility. And, um, but we also tried to do, to do more different stuff, maybe to enter a new market and um, do some new products. And that was um, a time where we were not so happy also with the uh, results our company was uh, making in the end. And we did not know why, because we, we worked a lot uh, and we, we gave everything we, we had to, to, to make something good. But I don't know, somehow uh, we, we lost it a bit. And um, like I say, we reflected uh, a lot our, our actions and... Um, we saw that we lost the focus on our core processes and our core products. The focus on a bit more on just a certain range of processes or products, um, especially as a small company, it's uh, that's family-owned. It's uh, also a bit dangerous to to lose to lose the focus. And Yuma Thurman in, in this scene, she does nothing else sitting in the car and concentrating on a very, very small spot and just doing, move, moving that spot. And uh, it was exactly what I thought, um, what we experience and what I experience now, because uh, you are a lot of times in your thoughts, you are already four steps uh, ahead and um, you are thinking how the results will are and, uh, what uh, maybe the benefits will are and uh, you forget that you are now sitting in the truck and you now have to first move the big toe and then everything step by step comes after that and that was uh, as i uh, as i see it at, in the movie it, it hit me so hard that uh, i had to write an article about it <laughs> yeah i think i think it's uh, a good point you know sometimes when the chips are down uh, and bad 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 things happen and sometimes 
things don't go how you planned, especially in a business point of view, but you just have to concentrate on that, what you yeah, can yeah. control and the basics and like your core values, yeah. like you say. That's uh, yeah, yeah. I know. I just I just thought yeah. it was very interesting. Um, you know, I've watched, I've watched that film a few times, but that it had never come across to me like that, and I was like, oh, okay, that that makes a lot of sense actually. Um, <laughs> to be honest, uh, I I also watched it in the in the past several times, but. Uh, yeah. In, in this time of my life, uh, looking at the movie, it was just, um, yeah, I had to talk about it. Yeah. Oh, inspiration comes from all kinds of different places. I was actually just one other thing I was going to ask you about was obviously we, we met not that long ago at the, um, the Caravan Salon show in, uh, in Dusseldorf. Um, I just wondered if you could, well, tell us how, how was the show for you um, in, for you as personally as your company and also how do you think it was in general? So the Düsseldorf show for our company was, again, very positive. Um, it was the second time now that we are there with our own booth and um, the networking and the connection with the people uh, on both sides, on the supplier side and on the customer side is very, very important and very positive for us. For us as a company, Bauer, we, we can do both during the show. It's a very good good way for me to fill the days because um, we do com complex components. So for me at the show, there are a lot of suppliers, and on the other hand, uh, on the other hand, there are uh, several customers that I can meet there. So um, the show is for us the perfect way to to keep networking. And also this year we had uh, also a lot of new. Uh, met a lot of new great people on, on both sides. I met you the first time, which was very important. So <laughs> um, the show was for us very positive. And in general, um, I think, again, like, like last year, um, the interest in the RV and caravan sector is extremely high. Um, but what, what we also hear from, from the dealers that the, the, these people that are coming are so well informed and, and so motivated on uh, on buying a, a motorhome that's so, so these good sales numbers that they that they reporting about they happen because the the people are very motivated and very well informed uh, before they enter the show mm. and uh, the the demand is still extremely high the demand um, we saw on the on the show was was again very very impressive and now that the challenging time is coming now um, we have to to manufacture and create all these vehicles so uh, and you know the material situation it's a, a tough one yeah so uh, we have some challenges also ahead of us mm. yeah you're definitely right about the show i mean i was there for three days i think the the first day was the trade only day which was was fine but then the saturday and the sunday after that it was it was hard to move in some of the halls because there were so many people but um but with that um obviously the the growth we've experienced in this industry how do you how do you see that playing out slightly longer term do you think the the interest will remain high um do you think people who have tried this type of holiday will now stick to it even when sort of international travel becomes a bit more possible you know how, how do you see it playing out yeah that is a good question um from what i see and experienced 
I think it's still in this branch, in this market we are, is still in a very positive direction. Um, I think we will see some, yeah, not these big growing numbers uh, in the next one or two years anymore. Um, but it is, it is already on a quite high level. So um, I think just the, the growing will uh, slow down, but it will not go, go back. It will just not grow as fast as in the past. The, the next year will be, yeah, we have to get the numbers. That's, that will be a, a big, big issue in the, in the coming year. And then um, we will see how the, the many people who, are, who tried during uh, uh, Corona times, the first time um, renting an RV or a caravan, how they react to, the, to this kind of, of vacation. I think um, a lot of people will, will, uh, will like it. But still, this will cause new work for us and, and also our branch. Uh, the situation for the, the, the campsites where you can park the RV or the caravan, we have a bottleneck here. Uh, mm. So we, we have to work as a, as a, in the complete branch to, to create more campsites and yeah. more possible spaces where the people who are purchasing RV, caravan or even tents um, to, to give them a way to, to live out their, their vacation. And that's the next big, big challenge uh, for, for all of us. But like I say, I think the, the market and the branch itself is uh, on a, still on a, positive, on a positive way. The cars and the vehicles get better and better also in terms of design or on the other hand, there are companies specialized on doing a very simple, uh, simple caravans and simple um, mobile homes, maybe for, uh, for entry, entry level. So mm. for families and stuff like that. So um, we see that also caravans and, and motorhomes are getting more and more affordable. All these, all these directions and all these, um, these things make it, from my point of view, uh, we, we are in a very positive direction. And uh, I'm very positive that the whole market is still going in a good direction, that we, that we are still will grow in the future, maybe not so fast like in the past, mm -hmm. but um, that it is still a growing market. We have to solve the new challenges that comes with this growing and then I see a very positive future. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And um, I think that the, like you say, the growth, um, it can't continue at this rate forever, obviously, because there's not enough, uh, you know, we'll run out of people to sell to eventually. But um, I think you're right. I think the curve will, will, will start to level off a little bit, but slowly. Um, but that's no bad thing because then the market will be much larger than it was. Um, so from from your point of view from Bauer's point of view um, just on the future what's uh, what are the kind of rough rough plans what you know what's the kind of like where you want to be in five years type thing I know you sort of you were talking about you're starting to sell into more countries and things like that so is is the expansion a, a big plan you know what what's the future 
Yeah, uh, for us, it's in the next years, we will <laughs> keep on the work we started now. We will more and more focus again on our core products and our core um, processes for entrance doors, storage doors, driver cabin doors. The products themselves, they are... Um, they are not really easy products. So you have to focus on them. And the market that is growing very positive on the, the whole world uh, gives us the opportunity to do this kind of business, not only in Germany, but everywhere. Um, the communication between yeah different countries nowadays is not a big problem anymore. So um, I see in a, in a, in a global way that we have a lot of chances to, to do more. We made the preparations here with our new production facility. We can, um, we have a lot of green field around our production now, so we can uh, grow a lot in the, in the next years. A big step uh, in the future, we will also um, have new new people in the management uh, in the future. You met my brother, he will join us in the, in the management, which will be a big step for the, the next months for us. I only can say we have a, a good strategy. We have a good team. I'm happy with my partners in my supply chain. I'm, I'm in a very positive mood that we are in a, in a good direction. I cannot say uh, how far this will go in the next two years but um, it will be definitely positive. All the pieces are in place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's great. Well, um, thank you for your time, Ben. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Like I, like I said before, thank you for uh, having me and your podcast. Very interesting. And thank you for the, uh, your good work with your magazine. <laughs>